simply cannot start the playoff climber without Bob O'Reilly. I mean, if you're a New York Rangers fan and you hear that song and you don't get totally... You not get um, You get goosebumps? If you don't, I question... You're not really a real Rangers fan. Electric. Electric. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the postseason. Game one. Game 83, however you want to call it. No, the we real season starts The now. real season, the fun season, is... Getting underway. Game one's across the board for four of the eight series kicking off tonight. Uh, we're going to talk about some of that, but obviously 30 on Broadway. We are jumping right into the playoff series that will open Tuesday night at The Rock in Newark. As Nick is, it's playoff season. It's allergy season. Yeah, it's allergy season. Get yourself some Claritin. It's like, it's like John Sterling. Hey. And that pitch is brought to you by Claritin. This uh, drop of the puck is brought to you by Nick sneezing on the mic. Oh, hello! Now take it away, Susan. Oh God, pollen is everywhere, man. Pollen. But God, the signs of sniffles and of watery eyes is time for postseason tomorrow night, Tuesday night. Whenever you're listening to this podcast episode, and thank you to all those who have been tuning back in after our hiatus. We uh, really surprised, kind of, at the at the uh, the the listenership. Um, pretty much kicked off right where we left off, and there's one um. So let's see if we could drop it to a five ummer for the um, for the evening. Think, um, well, not, no, that's too well. Not for you, for me. Uh, All right. Game one. Rangers, Devils, first time since 2012. We all know how that series went. We don't need to rehash it. We're not going to talk gonna, about it. I was going to say, don't bring it One up. One of the worst calls in Doc Emmerich's illustrious career. <laughs> Actually, the, the the worst part about it is the call was great. Shut up. It really was. Like, I, I dude, don't it, care. It, it stings me to this day, but, I, I mean, I got to give the guy credit. All right, game one. It's best of seven, first round. I think you and I are both in agreement this series is going long. I would be very surprised. The Rangers don't know how to do things short. This, 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 the makeup of this team since postseason play has come back to the Rangers since the lockout has been let's not do – the Ranger way has been let's not do anything easy. Uh, I don't and, – and not to take anything away from the Devils who have had a, have had a terrific season much to the vomiting – of of uh, of most of us, but thinking that this series is going to go long, game one. What's your thoughts going in? Uh, all right. Well, biggest thing is the Rangers are going to have to find some way to neutralize the Devil's speed, and most notably Jack Hughes. Hughes has been a problem for the Rangers the last two years. Kid had a 99-point season this year. Just absolutely fantastic. He is a superstar. He's really lived up to the billing of what we all thought he would be coming out of his draft. But for the Rangers, it's really really simple. They're going to be the Devils, especially, you know, in there inside the pebble where they have not seen much of anything good to write home about the last decade. 
they're going to be amped. They're going to come out swinging. The first 10 minutes for the Rangers of uh, the, uh, the first period for game one are going to be huge. Can the Rangers just sit there and weather the storm and kind of do what they did last year to a certain extent? Counterpunch. Be the better counterpuncher because the Devils are going to throw shots. They're going to come out swinging. They're going to use their speed. They're going to try and pour it on Shesterkin early and often. So the Rangers, the key is going to be Igor's got to come out really strong, and the Blue Shirts got to find a way to, you know, not turn over the puck, not lose the puck through the neutral zone, and, you know, the Rangers have better top-end talent than the Devils do. They need that top-end talent to strike first and kind of take the heart out of the Devils quick. Yeah, I, I think it's. I think this is a big test across both sides. Uh, I, I look at it this way, you know. Overall, keys to the series. I think Game One is going to be interesting because, like you just said, what's going to be the energy for the Devils, a team that has relatively, you know, outside of Palat and Hamilton, uh, not a lot of playoff experience. I know I'm probably forgetting a name or two in there. Um, you know, Brady Shea with the Rangers. There's number two ums for me. You know, Brady, Brady Shea. Brady Shea's on oh Carolina. Oh, God, he's a Carolina Hurricane. Why am I thinking Jesus. of the Hurricanes? No, because I just looked at the scoreboard for the Islanders and Hurricanes, and I'm like, the game's underway. Stupid. But, you know, Dougie Hamilton for for the Hurricanes, uh, when he was his time with the Hurricanes and, and previous, you know, on the back end. What happens when... Game 83 flips, the calendar flips, the new season flips, and that style of hockey changes. Are the Devils going to be able to play that style? I don't think the Rangers will have any problem with it because I think just the the way the team is made up is so well-rounded from top talent to bottom talent, and part of that, again, is, is the moves that Drury made to fix – the holes that were left behind from last year's, you know, exit of, of players that I, I'm really curious really to see how game one plays out. I think what you're going to see is you're either going to see a, a big stretch of feeling each other out, getting kind of the, the, the mindset of how, how, you know, who's going to establish that presence first, or you're going to see the devils come out and try to play their game. And the Rangers have to weather, like you said, you know, weather the opening 10, the opening five or whatever, or hell, maybe even 15, maybe even the first period. You know, weather that storm and then punch back. And at that point, how do the Devils respond? I think that's going to be a big part of how this series is going to play. Because I think the Devils are going to possess the puck more. They're a much more possessive team than, than the Rangers are, and that's over the numbers over the season. If you go back and you look at the Rangers' numbers over the season, they're not a heavier puck possession team than the opposition. But the Devils like to shoot from anywhere and everywhere. They just Devils, believe in shots. Yeah, Devils like to shoot from everywhere. The Rangers don't do that, but the Rangers take – I believe I – don't, I don't have it in front of me or whatnot, but I believe – I want to say that the Rangers take more high-quality chances or have – stronger high quality or high danger chances uh in terms of 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 quantity the rangers I, are going I, I really... to look to make the right plays but how the 
the other key to it for me is when things get in the trenches, the Rangers have so much experience from top to bottom of this roster now. There is so much experience. And you throw Shesterkin in there. You throw two of the best defensemen in the game. I'm not just going to say Adam Fox. I'm putting Ryan Lindgren up there. Ryan Lindgren is one of the best defensemen in the NHL. I don't care what you say. The style of play that he brings and how important he is to the team, he's one of the best defensemen. Jacob Truba flattening Jack Hughes or Nico Heischer or, or, or Mercer. How do the Devils respond to that? How do the Devils respond to a Keandre Miller on a fast break out of the zone? How do the Devils respond to, you know, Brandon Schneider and his play along the boards and him playing tough and playing physical? How do they react to the fourth line of, of the Rangers who could potentially cause fits for this club? And then on top of that, you have the X factors to me of not just Mika Zibanejad anymore and Artemi Panarin and in some aspects, Chris Kreider. Now you have, you know, Stanley Cup champion Vladimir Tarasenko, Stanley Cup champion Patrick Kane. You've got the kid line. The, the Rangers can come at this in so many different angles in so many ways, and it doesn't take much for them to strike. And that's where, for the Devils, to me, the Devils have to capitalize early and quick and overrun the Rangers. The Rangers, I think, just have to punch back. And I think that could make a huge difference in this series. And I think, me personally, I think that's what the difference is. Because as good as the Devils are, and you can't you can't argue, the Devils are a great team this year, far beyond expectations of, I think, just about anybody. But it's a whole new season and it's a whole new animal. And it's going to be, it could potentially be a major wake-up call well, against a team that's in, very much battle-tested when it comes to postseason. It, it comes down to goaltending, too. And look, Vanacek's yeah. had a nice year, but he's not Igor Shesterkin. And no. Shesterkin coming into the playoffs is playing at the level that Igor was at his height last year. For for me, a big, a big part of this year is also going to come down to the Rangers being smart and staying out of the penalty box. That Devils power play is really, really good. And vice versa, really. Vice versa. Power Special teams could be a huge – I mean, I always say special teams is, is a major factor – you know, in the postseason, it could be outrageously huge in this series. Now, with that, I I think I, I don't think this is a short series at all. I think you're going to have ups and downs. I don't think you're going to have any games that are going to be blowouts per se, unless something goes uh, unless something goes terribly wrong on the Devil side. I don't think you'll have a Ranger game get blown out with the way Shostakovich been playing. I don't. I don't think we'll have that. You know, granted, we had some of that a little bit in last season's. You know, in last postseason, but I, I'd be really surprised to see that happen this go around. I think Tic-tac-toe, the series is going I I think this series is going to go to distance as the Carolina Hurricanes just strike for the first goal of the postseason. Um, there's number three. Um, number three. The good Sebastian Ajo scored on the power play. <laughs> well, again, don't give them power plays. You can't. You can't give teams. You can't give teams like Carolina a power play. Well, that's why Anyways, I'm, laugh- I'm laughing at your prediction. So. I think this more than likely will go seven games. 
I have the Rangers coming out. I think that, is that what I wrote down? Was it Rangers no, and seven? You no, you put the Rangers at six. six. I wrote Rangers at six. Yeah, I'm staying with Rangers at six. Just still a long. I mean, that's still a long series. Man doesn't even know his own predictions. Nick, what's your pick? <laughs> Besides sneezing all over the mic. Oh God, dude, I can't help it. I'm sorry. Use like, your dude. Kleenex in the ways that Mark Messier never would. Oh God. Well, I feel like Messier right now. Look at my eyes. You need to mute yourself. Dude, I mute myself every five seconds. All right, pick for the series. He doesn't want to give his pick. He's so flabbergasted, he can't give a pick. He's stunned right now. He is massaging. I'm giving play-by-play right now. He is massaging his face. He is trying desperately not to sneeze. Okay. Just give the pick and then mute yourself. (laughs) Rangers in six, baby! There you go. So we both got Rangers in six. Shocker. Shocker. All right. Hey, Rangers don't this act year. like I'm a homer. I did pick Carolina last year against you us did. in seven. Everyone picked Carolina against us in seven, and I was like, nope. And it was, no, this is crazy. I never lost faith. But I didn't think we were going to take Pittsburgh out in five, so that was, you know, whatever. All right. This season, are the Rangers better going into the playoffs than last year? And I, I mean in terms of their play. And I think they are. I think the Rangers are playing at a better level now at a more sustainable winning level this year than they were going into the playoffs last year. I, I felt like last year a couple things had to break right for them as a team in order for them to go on a deep run. This year, I feel like no matter who the Rangers play, they, they have a puncher's chance of beating anybody. I think it's a different – it's a hard comparison because I think this fourth line is 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 significantly better. The kid line being what the kid line did in the postseason last season, and then you start seeing it already. You know, the kid line had been the best line for the Rangers for a few weeks now. Really playing like they did last postseason. You know, the additions of Patrick Kane, Tarasenko, who has had his flashes, who I've really liked his game. I think on the defensive side, Mikola is a definite upgrade over, you know, if he's in the in the lineup, he's definitely a big upgrade over Braun, even though I thought Braun did really well for us. I thought Braun was, was a really good serviceable depth defenseman. I, I like Mikola more. I think our defense, our defensive group as a, as a whole is better. I just think it's a different team. I, I think it's, you know, Vetrano. I love Vetrano. Very much shoot first mentality. But he's not a Patrick Kane or a Tarasenko. Andrew Kopp is not a Vinny Trocek. You know, Ryan Strom is not a Vinny Trocek. You know, we haven't seen, we haven't gotten to see Vinny Trocek playoffs, except on the other side, which we did a pretty decent job against them last year, holding them in check. Uh, until late in the series with the, when he was with the Canes last season. So to be curious to see how that kind of all opens up and plays out. But I, I think in terms of where the team is playing, how they're playing, the style of the game they're playing, I think they're better this year than they were last year at this time. I think defensively they're better. I think offensively – look, I, I think offensively – I think the only thing would be in goal 
and their power play isn't as good as it was last year. I disagree. I think Shesterkin is playing better now this year yeah, than I he think was overall, this time last year. His overall season. I'm I'm looking at like the overall. Yeah, his overall. But yeah. when you look at last year, him going into the playoffs, he wasn't playing at the height of his game as he was in January. He tailed off a bit there. No, he yeah, he, he did. He tailed off. And this year, I think the scary part is for the Rangers, he's going into the playoffs playing his best hockey. Now, a factor I talked about earlier in the in the episode here when we started off, a Jacob Truba hit on a Hughes or a Heischer or a Mercer or any – I mean, uh, take your pick of the lineup, Palat, Thibaut Meyer, playoff Truba. Were we all aboard the True True train? Oh, I, dude, I, I've been aboard the True True train. Like, I, I, I fully – Expect at some point in this series, Truba is going to lay the wood on somebody. I don't know who. Take your pick. But, but he just has a knack of being able to have one of those series-altering, absolutely clean crunches. Yeah, and granted, it's it's close to the line, but that's what you want. And this is the playoffs. That's what happens in the playoffs. It's it's what happens. It's just gonna be curious. How do the Devils respond? That's that's the biggest question that I have going into this, and I and I would say it on either side is like we had our biggest question last year were how were the kids going to perform? Perform. That was our biggest question going into last season. And could Shesterkin continue to be Shesterkin? Um, <laughs> Nick Nick just like exploded on the other side. Thank God he hit the mute button. <laughs> That would have been terrible, but you know that was our question. My question on the Devils would be: Is what happens when you get punched in the mouth? Are you able to be like a Tampa and come back from it, or are you not able to? And it could just be the lack of experience. And it takes nothing away from what they've accomplished over the season. But playoffs are a whole different animal. But this right, is well, where this is where Truba being the leader. He he's gonna throw a hit at some point in this series, and it may it may be in game one. That's just gonna drag the Rangers into it and make them get involved. Yeah, it's gonna turn it into a dogfight. Um. All right. Oh, there's number four. All right, we're closing in on five. We're closing in on five as we hit the Foxwoods final five. <laughs> okay, oh let's take a look around the league. The playoffs are underway. We know Carolina right now. As we're recording, is up one nothing, almost midway through the first over the Islanders. Coming up in a few moments, the Panthers take Boston. Right now, Bergeron is out for Game One. Krejci is not a hundred percent. Is Taylor Hall in the lineup? I do not know. Uh, so the Bruins, the cracks are there a little bit. Is this a series? Now, I don't think the Panthers are going to win this. I don't think the Panthers will win. But Alex the, the Lion is going to lead them to victory. You know, Alex Lyon is their starting goalie. They're not even going with Bobrovsky. Well, because they actually want to win. They don't want to lose. Yeah. But Sam Bennett, Matthew Kachuk, they like to play the line. 
and kind of and cross it. Let's be blunt. <laughs> How crazy do you think this series is going to get between the likes of those guys? And I think even what Weger kind of plays a little bit over the edge on the edge too, doesn't he? Mackenzie Weger's not even on the team anymore. You're not, not Mackenzie Weger. Uh, Jesus, what is going on with you? No, um. This is what oh, happens. He goes God. to Maine all week and he has no idea what, what he's talking about when he comes back. Yeah, well, you know, lobster rolls. But Boston yeah, having Boston having Bertuzzi now. You know, having their their play Frederick. I have a feeling that this series is gonna get away from the officials really quick. But I think that sets the rest of the league up nicely. Because while I do think the Panthers are going to fall in this series, while I do think that, I do believe that it's going to beat the Bruins up to do so. And that's going to leave the Bruins potentially ripe for picking off in round two or round three if they get down that far. I don't know how you feel about that if you're in the same the same boat. Boston at five. What did I pick? Boston at five. I did. So, but I think it's going to be a bloody five games. Tonight on the Western side, Minnesota, Dallas, the Mike Madonna cup, as they're calling it on Sirius XM NHL network radio. I am really, a few things. I'm really curious to see how Jason Robertson and Ottinger are in the postseason. I think that's the key for Dallas. On the Minnesota side, is it Minnesota's time to finally start to try to put something together here and maybe go on a little bit of a run? I do have the Wild winning this series. Ryan Suter's revenge. Dallas <laughs> at six. Is Ryan Suter even playing? Yeah, he's on the stars. I know, but like, is he even in the lineup? I feel like I haven't heard his name in a, in a while. Suter's revenge, baby. Stars in six. Stars okay. in six. After Dallas, that, Nick's second stars, favorite. Dallas. Stars. After that, Nick's, uh, Nick's Los Angeles Kings taking on the Edmonton Oilers. I am torn on this because I thought the Kings were one of the best teams in the West for a while. But their goaltending is what I just sit there and go, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's enough to stop McJesus and Dreisaitl and all the other firepower that the Edmonton Oilers have. The Edmonton Oilers have upgraded their defense. Their goaltending is better than what it was. And last year's team was able to get to the conference final with, you know, the Mike Smith horror show in net. And the the Koskinen horror show on top of that. It kills me, but I'm picking Edmonton. You're picking Edmonton. I believe I am also picking Edmonton. Yes, you took Edmonton in seven like me. All right. So then after that, that's going to bring us to the next set of games. The next set of games, which will have the rematch, Tampa Bay Lightning, Toronto Maple Leafs. Do the Toronto Maple Leafs finally slay the dragon and get out of no. the first round? I agree. Do the Toronto do the Toronto do the Toronto 
due to Tampa Bay Lightning, flip the switch and go postseason mode right out the gate. I don't think it's that. I just think I just think they know how to win and Toronto knows how to lose. Is it just too so, much pressure on Toronto? I think there's just a lot of pressure on Toronto. And I think Tampa Tampa knows they have nothing to, like they they're they're on they're in the playoffs playing play, pressure free. There's no pressure for Tampa Bay to do anything. And they're almost not really expected because Tampa, Toronto, I think Toronto is still an underdog, but Tampa hasn't played well. But I'm curious to see how they flip that switch. All right, flipping back over to the Western Conference, last two rounds, last two matchups. The Seattle Kraken. Tampa nice is, Tampa is seven. Oh, yeah, I think I have Tampa in seven as well. Seattle, yeah. it was nice. Thanks for getting in. Cool, great job. Is this the sweep? Or do they at least get one out of Colorado? They, they beat Colorado once. I think we're both in agreement. Because Georgia's going to have five. one Georgia game. One Georgia's going to have one of those games where he gives up like, like four shit goals. And, you know, <laughs> they'll lose. And Seattle's good at scoring. They're a much better team at scoring than they were last year. All right, last one. Vegas Golden Knights. Winnipeg Jets rematch of the Western Conference Final from the inaugural season. I have the Jets taking them down because I think the Jets are a hell of a lot better team than what they're what they've shown. And this is a team that I think could go on a deep run in the Western Conference, and I have them taking down the Vegas Golden Knights in six games. Go Knights, go! Yeah, this is weird. Vegas in six. You have so Winnipeg weird. in seven, by the way. Or Winnipeg in seven. Okay. All right, so Western Conference, I've got Colorado, Minnesota, Winnipeg, and Edmonton moving on. Nick has... I have Colorado, Dallas, Vegas, and Edmonton. Yeah. On the eastern side, I've got Boston, Tampa, Islanders, Rangers. Yeah, you're so stupid for picking the Islanders. By the I way. want to see it. I, I would love to see us that's beat a, the Devils and then a, beat the beat the Islanders in five or six in the second round. Love that's it. A, that's such a stupid pick. Would love they, it, dude. The Islanders it. don't even compare to Tampa or to to Carolina. I don't care. Carolina's going to shoot themselves in the foot somehow. Rangers, Carolina, Boston, Tampa. There you go. And and then it will be an Eastern Conference Final of the Rangers. And the Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh, you're again. repeating the conference final again? Yes. Interesting. Okay. You want to know my Stanley Cup final? Yeah, it's the Rangers over the Edmonton Oilers. That's right. Yeah. Mine, I think, is Rangers over the Winnipeg Jets. Why? You just want me to – you just want the Jets to lose in every sport, don't you? Yep. Until they change their jerseys back to the OG Jets jerseys, they will not win. There you go. That's fair. That's All right, that's my picks. Like hashtag it. because it's the cup. That's Nick's picks because hashtag because it's the cup. That's right. Yippee. All right. We will see you all. I don't know. Are we going to do – well, we got what? Game one to Tuesday night. Game two is Thursday night. Game three Saturday. Game four We will is... be there. Game four is Monday. Game five would be Wednesday. Game six will be Friday night. If 
And again, those are if necessary, but more than likely. So we're going to have to do another episode here at some point relatively soon. We can't just wait until next Tuesday night. You know, Chris. Because the series may be over. Chris. Wow, Nick has the mic in his hand. This is scary. I have to ask the New Jersey Devils a question. What? Oh, no. Dear, you swamp inhabiting bitches. (laughs) Okay. Oh, God. Who think that Bruce Springsteen is better than Billy Joel, which you couldn't be more wrong about. I have one question for you. How is your extended car warranty, motherfuckers? I'm just going to end on that because people are like, what? And, just... and if you if you don't know, now you know. <laughs> or you don't still because you're sitting or there going. Or you still don't know. That's okay. Ranger 6. Goodbye. <laughs>